All right, you guys, this is the first iTunes episode of The Culture Curator, and I'm here with my sister, auntie, friend, Brahanda. I love her. She's so dope. Um, I'm going to give you a quick introduction. You don't have to get close or nothing. It picks up on, on you. You don't have to get, yeah, we're good. Um, so this is like the first iTunes episode. I didn't put any of my solo um, podcast on here because I want to start fresh. I want to start new. And the reason why I thought that is because, you know, on Facebook, you do all the, so you have to talk. They can't see you. Oh, um, <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so you're on Facebook and, and you do, and you do Facebook things. Yes, you do Facebook things. And, um, some things that you do that are so motivational to me is just to try, to try new things. So I put on Facebook, hey, can anybody help me put my podcast on iTunes? We'll pay fees. And nobody responded to me. So I was like, let's figure this out. And I figured it out by myself. And you know what? The interesting thing is when in doubt, Google is your friend. Is your friend. And YouTube. There is a YouTube tutorial, I think, for everything. Yeah. I taught myself how to use Google Sheets. What is that? So it's like <laughs> Excel. Okay. But... Obviously, through Google, they call it Sheets. Right, right, they right. have to have their own individual. But I taught myself how to do I went to yeah. figure out how to have the cells talk to each other. You know how you mm-hmm. have uh, the formulas. formulas. So I went on YouTube teach myself how to do it. And I felt so yeah, empowered. Yeah. I felt really empowered. <laughs> like, like, I don't well, need school. No, I'm kidding. You need school. But, but in the case, there's not a course for it. Yeah. That's the thing. There is... A YouTube tutorial on how to use the sheets. Everything. And I felt very empowered. Yep. So, speaking of empowerment, the reason why you're my first guest is not only because I just love you so much. I really, really do. I love you, too. I really, really do. You um, empower young women with the company that you have, The Power of Girlhood. So, kind of tell everybody what that's about. And then I have my own questions for things that I don't know. Okay. (laughs) So... The Power of Girlhood is a leadership initiative for girls between the ages of 13 and 18. And so we really like to cultivate the girl from the inside out. And so we offer we offer workshops. We offer um, in-school presentations, assemblies. We're mobile, so we'll go to detention centers, synagogues, mosques. You've been to a detention center? Oh, yeah, we do detention centers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. More questions then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we go anywhere that there that there are there are girls. So we do workshops, for example, on anger release. Those right, are right, right. always really impactful, and I think I learn a lot from those who. And it's always some things, some triggers. Yeah, we get, got those. Yeah, we have triggers that um, are brought about. We have um, how to even select a mentor to know right. whether or not you need a mentor. And I think many of us we have them, we just don't realize that they are like Oprah has been my mentor forever. Uh, Oprah, I look if you're to listening, if you're listening, <laughs> right? Oprah, you have been my mentor, Jill Scott, girl. If you are listening, Ooh, Jilly from Philly, Jilly from Philly, you are my mentor, Lisa Nichols, man, transformation. Yes, yes. So you let's let's mentor. take a break real quick so we can just let the audience know. I cannot relate to people being my mentor and not knowing it because you chose me, <laughs> like you called me. Hey, I like what you're doing, and I I was talking to um. Another woman today that, you know, have reached back out to girls Mm -hmm. that maybe don't know how to pick a mentor or there are women in their lives that could step out and be a mentor to them. So 
I need you to to plug where they can find you in case anybody needs a mentor or wants to be one. Okay, so if you need a mentor or you want to be one, you can reach out to www.thepowerofgirlhood.org and click on our contact page and I'll respond to you between 24 and 48 hours. That's quick. You busy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did a little bit of research on the Facebook. No, it was the website. <laughs> okay. And... You said that you formed a group in 2011. That's correct. What was going through your mind? Your in your like what? What made you <laughs> like you know what? Yeah, we need to do this. Yeah. Okay, so I was a teacher. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You were yeah, a teacher. Spanish okay. teacher, tenth grade Spanish, and we had a day that was set aside um, time away from academics. Okay. And I don't know what happened on this day, but we. Just started opening up, like the girls just started opening up about everything, wow. what they needed, what was missing, mm-hmm. what they wondered about, um, support system, mm-hmm. uh, and everything revolved back to me around sisterhood. Mm-hmm. They needed safe spaces to vent and talk. They have. So like, I'm guessing you were the cool teacher. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just checking. Okay. Yes. Yes. I was that teacher and I'm like you have a counselor I don't want to talk to her I want to talk to you and you know it's time for you to go to class but I need to talk to you and I get that they need a space and so for me it really emerged rather quickly mentor or teach and so I took a leap of faith yeah and then continued to take leaps um of faith and that um you know this this navigation of um running a grassroots program, mm-hmm. you know, nonprofit. There were a lot of other entities of it that I didn't know, but I did know that we have a need. Mm-hmm. It's pervasive, and I'm in a position where I feel like I can do something. But that's dope. That's mm-hmm. dope. I never really had a mentor before, so I think you know. <laughs> I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. So with this being the culture curator mm-hmm. and you being the the goddess of girlhood. Woo. Okay. <laughs> What is your take on the Women's March? So before I'm gonna preface this with, um, I have an opinion, and I'm wait till you done. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm gonna let you go first. Right. <laughs> Here's my opinion because I've been I've been walking it down. I've been walking it down, walking it down, right. through processing, processing. processing. <laughs> yes, continuously processing. And, and here's here's where I am with it. I think that um. A sign of solidarity is necessary. Yeah. Always. Whenever we're confronted with, um, I don't want to call it opposition because then when we say things like opposition, we're saying that it is equal to and that it has more power than the power, which is God. And so, no. So just a challenge. I would even say contrast. Okay. I'll go with that. I mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So it, it's a contrast. Mm-hmm. Contrast to the reality that, that we want. So when something emerges such as this, um, we do need solidarity. Mm-hmm. So let me say that first. Um, second, um, the mobility that I saw galvanized around this, particularly by um, white women. Okay. Um, they know I'm black, by the way. They know. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my name's Brenda, so 20 guesses what I am. Right. So, um, <laughs> so I I understand um, the, the need um, for feminism to take like another wave because either you know there's been mm-hmm. multiple waves you know to feminism and I can't remember if we're in the third or fourth wave of it so I appreciate 
the effort of the organizers and from what I understand many of the organizers are white women and mm-hmm. a lot of the, the speeches that I heard during the march because I was putting together our curriculum for the power girlhood so okay. I, worked, I, worked on, I was working on power girlhood stuff watching it live on CNN and you were like hmm, <laughs> and I'm on to something and, and still you know working on power girlhood you know something I'm like yes yeah. so I think that that now that the march is over we have to come back home and do the work mm-hmm. and I've been struggling even with the word work. And I'm like, okay, no. What does that yeah, mean? Yeah, what does work mean? And work just sounds so laborious and unfun. So what do we want to call this? How about the mission? Okay. Okay, because I feel like on a mission, you have to take pauses. You have to recalibrate. Maybe the mission that you set out for, there were some unforeseen circumstances mm-hmm. that may arise, you know, and, and that you may have to recharge your course. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be a lot of course, I think, rerouting and, and conversations and maybe some very painful conversations yeah. um, around this because we have a, a lot of entities um, in this country that our contrast mm-hmm. has uh, launched an attack on. So now that the march is over on the day to day. My question is, what does it look like to show signs of solidarity for Black Lives Matter? Mm-hmm. What does it look like to show signs of solidarity for um, our Muslim brothers and sisters? Mm-hmm. What does signs of solidarity look like for the LGBT yeah. community? So, I think in the mo- in these moments, mm-hmm. we do need kind of a war cry, like yeah, something yeah, that's yeah. like, you know as dynamic as it's like the fire with the yes, match yes but we gotta yes. keep we gotta get some more wood exactly <laughs> because you know work implies that you know you can check out you can clock out mm-hmm. no there, there's no there's clocking no, out there no there's no checking out this takes a certain amount of um i would say dexterity and um passion and you know, when you continuously do the work and there are so many women that I can name right here, like Adela Nieves, um, Noble Snow, who does um integrated medicine. Okay. And um Tawana Honeycomb, you know, Petty, who does protest and I mean I'm talking about like she's a really? serious oh, she's a real one. Oh, she's a real <laughs> one. Um, Elena Hereda, who, you know, is taking the Detroit school board um and DPS to task on a daily oh that's good basis. they like, need it on a daily basis so there are women here um who are continuously mm-hmm. doing the work Grace Lee Box you know God rest her soul um who is like a purveyor in terms of this generation social mm-hmm. justice champion like I mean really did did the thing mm-hmm. so that's my concern is that okay so now that we have the kumbaya moment where you know right. we got our 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 um what is it the the pussy caps they had on oh yeah 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 those hats mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so <laughs> now how do we turn that how do we keep that from turning into a, a hashtag su- a hashtag and just a souvenir yeah like been there done that got the t-shirt <laughs> right, like, right. Get more than the T-shirt. Right. So w- trench work, or trench in the mission of the trenches, because I do feel like this is almost something that needs to be strategic and tactical. What does that now look like in terms of advocacy of your person of color in corporate America? Ooh. Who Ooh. we not gonna talk about that, Jesus? 
but what does it <laughs> then look like again in, right. in the disparagement in the educational system yeah you know and then you know and earlier when i said like i i took i go to detention centers mm-hmm. sometimes we think detention center boot camp juvenile penal code you know penitentiary mm-hmm. but somehow those members of society um are maybe lost or don't necessarily affect us or we're not affected by them but it's like we're put them in this over there over there but there's still us too it's still part of the collective it's part of the whole so mm-hmm. so yeah so where I'm, what i'm getting at is i'm just curious to see what this looks like on a, on, on a day-to-day basis exactly see this is my thing and i agree with everything you said but i have to be a little bit critical because maybe i'm the type of person that takes things a little personal I felt like, because I, I was watching it, the speakers were either like 40 and up or it was targeted to the, I don't know, 13 to 6 year old. Like, how are we raising our youth? And then how are we getting ready for our retirement? Well, where was my age group? Like, what about the women who are raising families for real? Like, they talked about the youth as far as education. They talked about the youth as far as, um, like raising them to do but we have to not necessarily try to reach all of the students but if you reach one teacher that can spread those olive branches throughout her community because under 13 year olds are not leading their communities and neither are the 50 plus so a little bit I felt like okay so where do I fit in the daily so you didn't see an image of yourself or the... or not not even an image. Just tell me what to do. Okay, we all so agree you, on you the problem. With the sense of what to do now. Right. Much Outlining you... the problem, but we, not we... the solution. Right. We know all the right. problem. So let's say because I make a good amount of money only because I work for a company that's not based in the United States. So my pay gap is not necessarily as, you know, low as okay, so what if I am doing good? Let's just say I was I don't know, a nurse. And you, just any, like, let's just say I'm doing well for myself. Let's just say um, I'm not worried about, not necessarily I'm not worried about, I'm not personally experiencing those struggles. Mm. As a woman who is secure, as a woman who does, you know, care about and take care of herself, like, what can I do? So I would say I would invite you to explore this, and when I say you, I mean like universal. You, yeah, because I know yeah. you can't be the only person experiencing this. Yeah. If you're a um, nurse, lawyer, doctor, teacher, right. mason, um, electrician, you're still in what I consider the tier of the ninety nine because it's what like does the that one. Mean? So the ninety there's ninety nine there's a there's the theory that ninety nine percent of um the world is like in the working yeah. class mm-hmm. okay and it's only one percent yeah like the 13 families okay children, mm-hmm. that have the power so with that understanding that there's only one percent that that um are like billionaires mm-hmm. and that are really in the pop places of influence and there's a 99 i would invite you to look at your own family pathos look at your own family so yeah. for example <clears throat> i was a teacher um, I love that profession, but I need something that was a little meatier um, for me, which is like the community pieces. Mm-hmm. And so doing the growth. So in my family pathos, this is where I come from. My grandmother on my mother's side came from North Carolina, graduated from Hampton in 1937. The options then were 
as a black woman. Right, you can right, either right. be a teacher or you can be a nurse. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so her her options were limited, but those are still noble professions and mm-hmm. you can make a good you yeah. know, for you make good money as a nurse or as a teacher. Okay. So fast forward, um, moved to, you know, Detroit from New York. She and my grandfather. He was um in the South. Same thing on my father's side. I think my father said his dad only had maybe like a second or third grade education. My his my grandmother on that side, I don't think too much more and was a day worker. Okay. So essentially she she cleaned and washed clothes for white families. Right. Okay, so you can only guess how much money she was really making mm-hmm. then. So any success that I have, I feel. I owe a debt yep. of sewing back. Because I look at the I look at the sacrifices that were made for me to get to the position that I'm in, and so all of us, particularly those of us who are in the 99 percentile, mm-hmm. can look back not too many generations in our yeah. own family, mm-hmm. and so something has to click, which is I feel the empathy mm-hmm. piece. You not too many generations rem- removed, removed, yeah, from poverty. Oh yeah, from lack. Because technically. Technically, everybody's poor. Like for like technically, yeah, everybody's mm-hmm. everybody's pretty much poor. I just wanted some instruction, like some clear instruction on, um, because there are just so many options, which mm-hmm. makes it a little confusing. You could donate to this foundation or this foundation or this foundation or this, and you're just like, okay. But there's something deeper than throwing money at that. And right, and but that's but that's that's for the one percent. You you can throw money at because I think it, it, it has to work in tandem. Like somebody has to do the mission and somebody has to fund the mission. Right, right, right. And not everybody's gonna play the same position. But to me, giving is it's not that difficult. So, you know, in my community, Southfield community, mm-hmm. I've volunteered to be a celebrity reader. So that means I go back to my local elementary school Oh, okay. And read. Okay. So it it doesn't have to be some grandiose thing. Uh no. Kid. But that's how they make it. The, right. That's Kids how they don't make care it about grandiose. There are two. The two most vulnerable populations in our communities are our children and elders. You think that elderly person cares? really cares? Right? No. We have so many seniors who are in homes in deplorable conditions. Um, many times in these senior citizen homes, or if they are in a senior citizen home, it, you know, let's even say it's fairly decent. Their families don't come to come them. see them. Yeah. So if you decide that you want to give um, Miss Leibowitz uh, a a panic a a, a mani petty, do you think she really cares? Right, right, right. Because it's the human touch. But you know, like she I hasn't think been touched. That's and that's really why I wanted to do the podcast is because a lot of people, millennials, really like for real, for real. I think we need to, you know empower us economically and get a economic base to make any sort of change and we hear that most of the time where did martin luther king get money when he first started you know the march like when you had the first concept he i mean just there wasn't church members it was that's just, they just it. had a couple dollars <laughs> they passed the plate <laughs> i'm sure they passed the plate for these crazy kids that want to go out here and then that's the other thing too it wasn't fully supported like right. there were black people that were like no 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 let us just keep our separate but equal well, I don't even know how you consider that, but but I, I get I get your point for this conversation for, for the sake of con- for argument, <laughs> right? Let's keep things the way that they are, and you crazy kids don't come up here shaking up the apple cart 
things are fine, you're going to create trouble where there doesn't have to be trouble. So that's the other thing I think people have to understand. It's find that courage, too, because a lot of people don't have it. Find and courage. And then change the narrative just because something is what we see. I think it is important. And that's that kind of circles back to finding a mentor is if you are under 30, get you some friends that have been through some things so you can figure it out. Because we don't, I mean, that that's... It's so much I don't know. I'm telling you, it's so much I don't know. Like, I talk to my pastor all the time, and I'm so glad that, you know, I have a Dr. Shear. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Transform the Love community that I can talk to. Oh, yes, to. I called the prayer line. I, I was the on the prayer line. Yes, <laughs> yes. So that wisdom, you need it. I mean, there's so many things that, you know, you school doesn't necessarily prepare, prepare you for. College yep. doesn't necessarily prepare you for. And then you get into the fray of life and you're like, oh my goodness, no one ever taught me, you know, just sort of maybe basic things like how to structure, even structure an email when you want to ask like, okay, I've never met this person before. Right, so right, right. How do I formulate it? Building relationships, establishing mm-hmm. rapport, making people feel comfortable. And then there's this thing too, where now it's like, you can't even have individual connections with people you have to build a circle and that's that's the social circle to climb to i was having a conversation with somebody the other Mm. day about climbing Mm. social circles Mm. and my thing was this is just me personally i know a bunch of people but they don't all need to know each other well that's (laughs) my thing you know especially doing the power growth because we're going into our seventh year Mm -hmm. yeah seventh year i know funny how time flies but I, this is what I'll say about this. People have told me all the time, well, you need to work with that person. You need to mm-hmm. collaborate with that person. I'm like, but here's my thing. Who said? Why? Because they have a, a some sort of presence or right. because they're popular mm-hmm. or what? what's the real why? Because, I mean, when I look at, you know, people's mission. How is this benefiting these kids? That's Because the these kids line. don't give a damn. Excuse me. They don't care. They don't. They really and truly don't. They don't care about the stupid stuff that, that as adults we get hung up on, like, you know, the logo color or, like, the font. And, yeah. you know, if I hear the word branding one more time, I think I'm going to throw up No, no, mind. no. It's marketing. Trust me, it's marketing. It might be branding and marketing. Because <laughs> everyone's an expert. Because everyone's an expert now. So, my thing is this. At the end of the day, the end, so if we want to use those terms, the end user Right. How is this directly benefiting the end user? And I would even take it a couple layers down lower than that. How are you then, whatever it is that you're doing, taking care of the whole? And when I say the whole, there's a family, you know, that's attached yeah, to a person, a person. Every person comes from a family. So then how does it take care of the whole? And if whatever social circle you're in is not concerned with the whole, then I would say get another social circle. Because if your bottom line is just sheer um, bragging rights mm-hmm. yep. and appeasing somehow your yep. liberal sensibility, then I think that you need to get you need to get a different social circle. Or a different sensibility about the whole thing in general. So what would you tell a girl, speaking of family, because... Mm-hmm. Um, again, I was just talking to somebody else and I'm like, oh, well, they have a family. So, or no, something happened. I was like, oh, I wonder where their, you know, family is. I wonder if they're alone or by themselves. Mm-hmm. What would you tell the girls that maybe are 16, 17 mm-hmm. who do feel I have my back and I'm only going to have my back because nobody had mine and I don't have anybody. And so I'm not going to reach back. And because nobody did it for me, I'm going to teach 
them to do it by themselves. And I mean, we know that's not me, though. Right. We no, 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 I know. So, that is sounded foreign I'm, coming I'm, out. I'm, 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 I'm mildly amused by that because I would tell her, like, sweetheart, who are you lying to? Me or yourself? Because that's not that's that that is a, that's a lie. Nobody makes it anywhere by themselves. And if you're 16, 17 years old in this particular climate, and depending on what background they're from, right. um, more than likely you probably don't have a vehicle. So that means you're reliant on something to transport you. You're still a minor, so there's certain rights that you don't have. So um, I'm assuming that if mom and dad are not funding you, you okay. Have- so let me just stop right there. So let me just mm-hmm. <laughs> because. <laughs> You know, kids are just grown adults. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, adults are just grown kids. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're, 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 they're kids with privileges. Or, right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That 16, 17 year old girl is going to grow up to be 29. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. not have any sort of empathy to get yeah. back. Well, so, what happens when that 16, 17 year old girl turns into a grown responsible we hope responsible we hoping well i mean they get up mm-hmm. they brush their teeth things <laughs> like that you know <laughs> they, they the just they you know they living they they living mm-hmm. so what what do you tell somebody like that who has who has been i've i've gone through my adulthood mm-hmm. by myself so you think <laughs> okay that's that's I mean, so that's the perfect defense yeah, thing like so you yeah. think so so you think because there's still a power and presence that has been propelling you whether you acknowledge that power presence or not and if you reached a, a certain modicum of, of success you didn't do it alone there was you know if you have a job most jobs ask for at least three references right most jobs so i would say that if you made it somewhere it's a part of you that's probably decent right right right. (laughs) that you even have the three references in the first place to get you to a particular place so i say all that to say that your assertion that you did things by yourself um that's just void that's okay that's that's, yeah that's not true so we'll just go with that then Mm -hmm. so um i think i'm gonna do this thing every episode called the random act of kindness okay now i'm just this is the real story this is exactly what happened so i go into the store i'm getting myself some juice and some chips for my weekend snack (laughs) <laughs> now, and I really had to do some um, self-actualization because I walk in the store and it's this young guy in there. Pants are sagging to the point where he got to kind of like swivel to walk. Oh, that that's the worst. Had the long beard. Now, I look like a walking target. I'm nothing but five feet. So I said, okay, self. Get your bearings together just in case it goes down. Being from an urban city, that's just how, yeah. that's just a natural instinct. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, bagging up my little juice and chips. And he walks ahead of me, holds the door. Mm-hmm. I walk out. I say thank you. He says you're welcome. And that was it. Mm-hmm. I got home and told my boyfriend about that. I was like, do you hold the door up with people? He was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, because. He didn't want nothing from me. He didn't ask me for my number. Mm-hmm. You look scary as all get out, but you did not want it. That, that's, I think, the part that impressed so me. So he was right. The most. Somewhere. You just need to pull his pants up. Correct. And trim up his beard. Correct. But he had enough wherewithal to recognize a lady when he saw one, and he opened the door for you. I was amazed. I don't think that's happened to me in years, where a guy opened the door and went like, Hey, what's your name? What's your you know what you know no, what I mean? Um, expecting a, cat calling a, or mm-hmm. I got points out. for opening the door. 
That's beautiful that he did that, but I still want him to pull his pants up. Oh, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But it's still beautiful that he did that for you. And then I was judging him just based off how he looked, which I felt real bad about afterwards. You never know how God, you know, sends us lessons. Yeah, Yeah. that's what happened. Mm -hmm. Like, I literally went home and was like, do you do that? He was like, Jasmine, (laughs) what are you talking about? I've been holding on to this all week. That is hilarious. So, do you know an act of kindness that somebody has done for you this week? Oh, my goodness. Um, that really amazed you you know i'm really blessed in the in the fact that i feel i'm always getting um kindness show to me so let's see this week i had a listening ear because i was having some 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 things some things going on with that um orange man oh <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. that i had to you know kind of massage through and work out yeah. so i've had sounding boards i had people pray for me this week that's dope. Yeah, I think that's that's the that's dopest. the dopest. <laughs> right, right. That is the dopest. I have people pray for me this week. Um, I've I've got a lot of things accomplished. That's good. Um, this week, so I feel my whole week. Wow, it's only Tuesday, but Ooh. but so far, it's wow, been great. in one day, mm-hmm. I've had someone pray for me, bring me some really great news be a sounding board and listening ear i got an invitation to go to toronto hey hey all in the last 24 so literally literally. (laughs) so thank you for that because you know what sometimes we get um into our pity parties for one Oh, I am the queen of the pity of the pity party. I am. Don't stop that unless you have cake then you can have your pity party. Then you can have then you got your pity party. (laughs) But in all honesty like wow I'm glad wow I'm really I'm grateful. I'm blessed that I can say that in, in this, the last 48 hours. Yes. Cause yes. Because I mean, it's gotten real. <laughs> wow. So thank you for that. Yeah. So I hope other people that are listening think about just yeah, good stuff that be stuff going that on. Maybe you take for granted, but someone's called to check on you. Hopefully you got a text message from somebody just saying, and if you haven't gotten it, then maybe you need to give, give it. it. Yeah. Amen. Mm hmm. This was good. This was great. I'm so happy it was my first guest. I ran out of stuff to talk about unless something just randomly comes. You want some, You want to talk about something real quick? Or no? So, yeah. So, real quick for the people because, you know, I mean, of course, I know podcasts can be random in nature and that's what people love about them. But I will say this. So, um, Thursday, yours truly will be performing poetry at Cots um for their fundraiser i'm doing um poetry. i'll put that in the description okay so you put that in the description <laughs> and i'll put the location i'll send you the location okay, um for that so i'm really excited about about that um venture um first up. of all let me just tell y'all Berhanda is dope she is a teacher <laughs> bilingual public speaker community organizer <laughs> what else do you do you do a bunch of stuff um a poetry reader <laughs> Um, you got a book, mm-hmm. author. I sure, <laughs> I sure do. You got a book. I do. So tell tell them all the you wait. She spoke at <laughs> she spoke in Farmington mm-hmm. for Martin Luther King Day. That's they right. had they had it jumping out there. I saw you on Facebook. You just do everything. I do everything. I do I do I do everything. Mentor and in her free time. In my spare time, yes, I mentor in my spare time. So what else she got going on this week? Let the people oh, know. So let the people know. So. Um, look, it's a light week this week, so we just, oh. we just no, let me take that back. Where can they find you? They can find me 
Um, right now, I'm working on my new website, but in the meantime, you can find me at the official fan page of Brahinda Williams on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all under Brahinda Williams. You can find me there. And what else? Um, yeah, so I'll send you the COTS information. Okay. And then I'll be on the Karen Dumas show on a Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What's I, I literally just two days ago was telling my friend about Karen because we were talking about the freaking network thing. And I was like, I know a bunch of people, but I don't call them all the time. You just can't have a social circle with no people and just, I want to go out to drinks with these group of people. No. You gonna be on Karen Dumas show? I wanna be on her show. Ask her, can I come? Okay. I come with you. Okay. I just I don't even gotta talk. I just sit and watch. Okay. <laughs> okay. When, when are you going to do on that? Friday? I'll let you know what time. You want okay. To be in the studio. Yeah, you know? just in case. We're uh, yeah. We'll talk well, about look, that offline. Right. <laughs> you look. You're my mentee, so you're com- look. You're coming. Right, right, right. You're coming. I just wanna you're, see. You're, he, yes. Karen Dumas is so dope. I'm gonna see if I can get her on, but that woman is busy. So you can do it on the phone. But I mean, I, look, right, 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 and 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 I owe you a list of of individuals to contact anyway, just so you can um interview interview them for yeah. your um podcast because I just think that you're empowering yourself in that you're not waiting for a network or yeah. an entity to greenlight you. You're greenlighting yourself. So, I mean, yeah, the reason why I wanted to do the podcast really, really, really one, I don't know everything, but I think I know a bunch of people who know some things. <laughs> A and thing or two about a thing, thing or two, two about a thing or two. Who could really shed light on stuff like, you know, the culture curator? It's in the name. I just curated. You know, I just show and explain mm-hmm. and present. Oh, honey. I'm not. I'm not. You know, on on any sort of soapbox. You know what I mean? And two, um, I do think that it's important to empower people for people to have a voice. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, I would love to honestly interview some, not, I wouldn't say kids, but maybe, you know, like somebody that has been in a detention center because people have no idea. I watch documentaries, so I want, I have, I have the, I have the will and the urge to learn about everything. Don't you just like sometimes watch certain documentaries and like when you're done, you're feeling like somebody just like ran over you with a steamroller. Like, what did I just see? Like, then this I'd is be real. dreaming about it, and then I'd be like, "What would you do in this situation?" <laughs> right? Because you know, it like this isn't like Law and Order SVU. Like, you know that this is like this is for real. There wasn't a cut, and then all the actors and actresses went home. home yeah, like you know, and got a check, a heavy check, because SVU been on forever. Right, and so you kind of leave thinking like. At least for me, when I sometimes when I watch them, I I I have to pray immediately because then I start feeling powerless. Like this mm-hmm. is wrong. Like what? Not only is it wrong, it could happen to me, Lord. <laughs> it could happen to but me serious, tomorrow. Tomorrow, because that's the thing I think that we have to understand about human beings that none of us are separate from each other. Yeah. Like your experience can be my experience by like a flip of a diamond. I mean, being really transparent with you, I remember I was working. Um, in a, a, a career coaching, mm-hmm. um, you know, job position, and um, I got laid off, mm-hmm. and so I'm sitting in the unemployment, um, you know, waiting for my my number to be called because there was some glitch, and so this woman sitting next to me, and she was like, "Oh my God, like what are you doing here?" And I told, I said, "Remember when I told you that there's no difference between you mm-hmm. and I? That one minute 
you know, you could be in my position and I can be in yours. Well, I mean, I'm here. Hey, I'm here. I think too. One thing that I I wanted to achieve with this is that how to empower yourself. Like what what to do. So for me, the action would be like there has to be some sort of constant. Mm-hmm. You got a brain hack. Down. You really got to hack your <laughs> like you have to hack your mind and rewire that. Book. You do <laughs> because you keep all the negative self talk. I mean, if you think about how many times a day you say things to yourself that are disempowering. Like, yep. why did you do that? That was dumb. That was stupid. Why do you keep making the same mistakes? And if you keep repeating that same, you know, You mental... believe it. Yes. And it comes true. Yes. But not because the secret says so. Because you're literally telling yourself. Because you're telling yourself. You're telling <laughs> And you're... guess what? And no one else is inside you. Nobody else. But you. <laughs> that can put up a counter argument <laughs> to that. And so you hold on to all of these things that come in. And that's why I really feel like people need to do like a personal mission statement. Mm-hmm. And so that you're yes. always rooted and grounded in like who you are. So that no matter what comes. I mean, because things are going to come. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're all humans. And, and I think that's also in the, I forget where it falls, in the hierarchy of needs that we want love and belonging. So that yeah yeah I, yeah I, read, I learned about you learned yeah <laughs> so in the heart so it, it's not a mystery that you know we want to we want to get married we want to have kids we want to have social circles yeah want, when, okay because that's human so let's be human and be real it's okay to want to belong to to places but when you become like attacked or you feel like you're being attacked and there's things that you know you wouldn't do if you wasn't trying to be a part of that so exactly you do have to be true to yourself you have to you really you really do you really have to do that because there's nothing worse than having um internal spiritual conflict i don't even think some people know what that is we're gonna have to break this down on another episode yeah, we'll, because we'll, we'll take the vocabulary the, and just like you just break it. We might have to do like a dictionary. That'd be dope if I do a definition every episode. I'm just you saying, know, you want to do you want do, what's the definition of what did you say? Interspiritual conflict, yeah, internal spiritual conflict, yes. Or I love this one emotional intelligence. Like a friend of mine had made a post about that, and people are acting like real clueless as to like what that even was because I could tell by like their comments, right? That they didn't really understand what emotional tel- intelligence is, and it's not just being emotional or being emotionless it's just being aware it's, i talked yes. about this on a different episode just be Consistent aware consistent awareness tap into your like check in, in. yes <laughs> your 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 in your intuition your empathy all of those things that maybe they say is not like not important no emotional intelligence is so important i mean i think that we see the absence of it in certain cultures in terms of the work climate we definitely see an absence of it in education i mean in every different place yeah. you know we can become more aware more in tune but not more than self mm, it, but it all starts with the self it does one thing that I'm working on that I always struggle with for whatever reason mm. is forgiving myself mm. and not necessarily beating myself up mm-hmm. about something um, so let's say I'm at my job and I'm short with somebody I'd be like Justin you did not mean to do that but let's just try not to do that next time Like, don't say the day was bad because you were short or impatient with somebody you're just going to do better next time. Sometimes I do better. Mm. It does. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> but I like, like, I'm because I'm more self-aware, like, because I'm tapped into myself and I can recognize, oh, that wasn't so cool. Oh, mm-hmm. Maybe I need to do this a little bit differently. But not saying, oh, my God, something terrible is going to happen. You were short with that person. You, um, you need to work on this. this night. No, that was just a moment in time mm-hmm. but this whole thing 
is a moment. The whole thing is a moment. And I mean, it's all like school. Life is school. We're always learning. We're moving to the next level. And if you don't get a lesson, the lesson comes back to repeat itself. And so, you know, maybe there's a lesson in patience for you. Oh, oh no. I really, real talk. I've been praying for patience for like two years. Stop praying for patience because I'm telling you, the, when you, the minute you start saying, Lord, I need to be more patient. I, I'm praying for patience. Please. That's when you're going to get tried and everything is well, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what's been happening. <laughs> so how about. Um, Let's do a different prayer. I'm content in all things. In all things, I find contentment. I'm at peace always. I don't have to pray for peace because I'm all I I am peace. So let's just kind of shift our our your let's kind of the yeah, narrative that. so that you get rewired and things start to flow a little bit better yeah. in that area for you because you are peace. I mean, you're an aspect of God, and so that's the other thing that we really have to understand. That's a whole other conversation, but it's being aspects and being part of like the divine, like everything that there is. And I think for some of us, we see all the bad that there is. Mm-hmm. Can we start looking at the good? Yeah. Please, please, people. Because it's there. It's so there. It could shout to you and you still wouldn't see it. How about it does shout to us all the time? It's like, don't we understand, you know, the sunrise that comes up and how beautiful that, that is. is. <laughs> I'm just like, real talk. Yeah, I get you. You know, and there's a reason why, like, I post, like, puppy videos and things on, on Facebook. Did you see that baby getting her hair washed? I watched it like I 60 had, times. I did like one of these the very first time I saw it. And I'm like, why is she so perfect? Like, why is her little mouth, like her little yawn and just. Because you know what? I rushed through washing my hair. That made me stop doing that. I was like, you know what? I'm not about to rush through this. I'm going to no, just be like. She took in that. every single touch. Moment. Yes. And I mean, and the nurse was just so gentle holding her and you can see the little suds mm-hmm. set up in her and her little hair and I mean she had like not a care in the world I mean what literally <laughs> literally and trust like this lady is not gonna drop me she knows what's good for her right, she knows right, 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 right. I am not gonna get dropped I am being taken care of being taken care of I'm being and I'm gonna to... soak in that I'm not gonna worry see yeah 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 I mean yeah. that yeah so that video spoke so much to me and but even on a scientific level it has been proven when we do that side when we see things that are cute and we go like ah, mm-hmm. oh, it releases a DHDC yeah, this mm-hmm. is the, and it brings your, your body to a homeostasis so it brings your heart like any and everything it comes into a certain alignment when you let out that side when we see things that are cute So well let's just be cute then that's I'm what I'm ready. saying so let's be cute you want you got some clothes and stuff to say? <laughs> I do. Cause I, I mean, I got a lot. I got process. I had to go home and process. Okay. Well, um, so they gonna Chicago, dig you, man. I hope so. They gonna be like, who is that lady? Is she cute? Yeah, she's cute. Oh gosh, oh, that's a whole other show. <laughs> no, no, <Stop>. no. <laughs> that's a whole look. Um, she's single. Um, so they can you can go on Amazon and look up Memoirs of the Human Experience and Everything in Between, Volume One. That's my book. Jeez, that's deep. But okay, come it on. is deep. Um, you can uh go to again the official fan page of Brenda Williams to check out all of my happenings and things that are going down. And um, inbox me. I'm approachable. I feel like I'm approachable, and let's have a conversation. And I'm looking forward. Stay in tune because in the spring I'll be doing a vision board party. That's Woo-hoo! dope. So I'm doing a vision board party. So I gotta wait to do that. I'll wait to do mine. It's only like a month and a half. Oh yeah, okay. The spring is gonna be here in a minute. We're, oh, we're okay. at the end of January. 
Feels like spring, but okay, in yeah. February short. Yep, I'll yep. be there. Okay, so we'll send Jasmine information um on that. But in the meantime, in between time, to be honest with you, Jasmine, I'm resting. You need to. I mean, did you did y'all hear the list of things that she does? You I need know. to. Child, I'm um I'm resting. You need to. I do. Like for real. Critical self care is like so major, you know, to me. So. And with that, folks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'll sign out. I haven't found a way to sign out. But yeah, oh, you have to subscribe on iTunes, share, like, post, Mm -hmm. and I think that's it. It's been real. We all got some stuff to process on and to work on, and next week's guest is going to be dope, too. Got some things in the works. And then Berhinda might be like our our expert go-to when everybody playing these games about being a guest. So... (laughs) That that might just be it. Whatever she got going on, we'll promote it. But it's been real, y'all. Signing out.